Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Linda Beard, host and author of the upcoming book, Bold Enough. Thank you for allowing me to come into your world for another week. How are you doing? I hope that it's been an awesome week for you so far. Today, we are going to talk about Bold Enough to Live. I have Barbara Jackson here with me for another week. And Bold Enough to Live. Why do I say why in the world would I talk about Bold Enough to Live? Because I wasn't bold enough to live. And that's a chapter in one of my books. I was actually living Groundhog Day. I don't know if any of you ever saw that movie, Groundhog Day, but I was getting up, going to work, coming home, doing the same old task, going to bed, waking up, going to work, coming home, doing the same old task, going to bed, starting over again. Does that sound like you? Without very little variation, came kind of old. And then as my life was starting to get, uh, starting to unravel from that daily routine, uh, marriage started getting worse. I added some variation, but that variation just became a different routine. So I wasn't living life. I was existing. And then I shared with you that I became basically a dead woman walking, if you recall. So how did I get there? I didn't think I deserved a great life because I wasn't loving myself first. And then when I did start the grieving process, the healing process, and really going through all of that, then where do I start to live life? I had to somewhere start to think, what do I do now? How do I begin to be bold enough to live? I'm beginning to understand myself. I'm beginning to be bold enough. I'm a spontaneous person at my core. I'm learning myself. I like to do things. But now I have to be bold enough to live. Where do I begin? It begins by spending time with myself. What do I like to do? It's like I'm no longer living in a cell. Hmm. I don't have to stay behind these four walls. The four walls of my house, the four walls of my office. I can live. I can live. What am I going to do? Wow. How many of you are staying behind four walls? Think about that. When there's so much life to live, what is keeping you behind those four walls? 
And don't tell me it's because you don't have any money. I want you to think about that and ponder. Because it doesn't take money to live life. That is something I had to learn. In my book, there's a statement that I make. As long as you are breathing and have the ability to walk around on this earth, get out and live your life. Be bold enough to live your life. And so once I got through the grieving and the healing and all of that stuff, doing the hard work, and by the way, while you're doing the grieving and the healing, you can still get out and live your life. You can get out, you can take a walk, you can meditate, you can think about all those things that are going on in your life and encourage yourself and motivate yourself that you're going to heal, you're going to forgive, you're going to reconcile, you're going to make your life better. You want to heal, you want to have peace, you want to have joy. You can begin to imagine what your new bold enough life is going to be like. You can do it. So as I am healing, as I now have this bold enough life, and as I'm learning myself, loving myself first, I am taking walks. Barbara and I were actually just speaking recently about how I love the water and just being able to be by the water and just sitting by the water on a big old stone and just watching the water flow makes my day. Doesn't cost any money. Being able to take a long walk, to hike, just being and watching God's beautiful world, looking up at the sky, being outside does not cost any money. Recently, I made a social media post that says, regardless of your circumstances, dance. If you want to dance in the rain, dance. Doesn't cost any money. And it makes you feel terrific. Be authentically you. Doesn't cost any money. There's so many things that you can do to live life that cost zero dollars. Live life. So today, I want to encourage you to be bold enough to live. Now, of course, there are things that do cost. So, you know, if you have to save for it to do it, then do that. But go through your local newspaper. You, we all have our cell phones. Get on and look at events that are going on in your community that are free, that you would enjoy. Do it. Make a point to do it. Live your life. Do not stay confined within your four walls. Even if you have to do it by yourself, get out 
and do it. You will meet people going to those places, even if you walk outside by yourself. I talk about in my book, Dating Myself. I have taken myself out on dates. In fact, I still do weekly. And every time I go out on a date by myself, I meet other people. Very rarely do I not meet someone when I take myself out on a date. I meet people, we have long conversations. It's fun. And I know that that's a bold enough move. It may be awkward the first one or two times, but after that, it's a lot of fun. So I'm asking you to be bold enough to live. You can do it. So my friend Barbara, my support, (laughs) she's here to help us come up with ways and talk about all the reasons why we may not want to to get outside of those four walls, but she's going to to be my tag team partner to encourage and motivate you to be bold enough to live today. In my book, I will give you more tips on why you want to be bold enough to get out there and talk. It also talks about my journey, about how I moved away from those four walls and what was going on in my head why it took me a little while, but I'm no longer in prison in my mind and in those four walls. Affirmation. I deserve to get out and live my life. So Barb, help, help the listeners. Yes. Thank you for having me again. Um, one of the things that people do to protect themselves is when they don't know how to establish a boundary, they set up walls Mm. and walls keep everyone out, including, you know, the creator and to learn how to, as the layers were coming off, the walls began to fall, but I still wanted protection. And so I had to learn that not to just let anybody in and out of my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say house, I mean of who I am. And after meditating and spending time, you know, being silent, I was shown that, you know, well, there needs to be a gate around the house. And then, you know, I always ask permission of, the, you know, God, is this someone that's safe to come inside? You know, uh, I go from there. But, you know, you hear the expression live, laugh and love. Yes. I like to say. Some people don't know how to do that first. They feel stuck. The prison door has been opened, but they don't work out. I like to say, let go, live, laugh and love. I found that when I could do that, my walk was different. I found that when I could laugh. It wasn't so, well, it wasn't that I had a superficial laugh and it was, I just kind of felt like it wasn't real. Mm, Okay. I began to do the work and, you know, I have this sense of humor where I can find, you know, the humor in some, some, so many things. And so now when I laugh, I know I'm, I'm laughing from the core 
of things that it might take me about five minutes before I could stop laughing about it. I walk different. Um, one of my legs is like two inches shorter than the other. And I also am a liturgical dancer. And, you know, people say I, I can't tell it. Well, I, I, I can, but I still, I walk different. My, as the layers begin to fall, of course, my shoulders weren't so heavy. So I walk differently. But going back to the let go part, an interesting thing happened as I meditate and, um, you know, listen, you know, you said you, you take the walks and things like that. Well, I wasn't actually taking a walk. I was on the surgery table. And so they got me prepped and took me back there. And for me, the room was cold. And so I, you know, the nurse said, are you okay? And I said, I'm cold. And she said, no, you're not. And I said, yeah, I'm cold back here. And she said, no, you're not. So me, I'm meditating and I'm saying, well, what is she talking about? You know. <laughs> and so, so she says, you're not cold. It is your body's response of wanting to be in control. Oh, my goodness. And so I said, whoa. And then I, <laughs> and I went out because they put me out. But <laughs> I, I meditated on that for a long time until that week God showed me you know that old expression we use if you want something done do it right yourself you know do it mm-hmm. you want it done you want it right do it yourself so what was I doing well I was the person getting me prepped for the surgery I was the person walking back pushing me in the bed back making sure I was going to be warm. I was the the nurse making sure she was doing everything. I was the anesthesiologist making sure that they were doing everything just right for me. I was the doctor doing the surgery. That's control. That is me trying to control everything to make sure that even the surgery, which we know I'm not educated to do. I couldn't be a doctor, Mm -hmm. but enough to control the situation that if I want it done right, I need to be doing it myself. And so at that point, I, when I realized that, although I was going through that and it didn't come out until the following week, I actually relaxed and I let go because I trust those doctors to be educated to do whatever. And then behind who, who behind all of that, I have to trust God with everything. And so let go. And then just, I just, relax. And it's so funny how God showed me that because that helped me with so many other things. Of not so you're, so you're basically things. saying um, for us to be able to be bold enough to live life, we've got to be able to, to just let go, to, to just breathe, to breathe and just let go and let those walls collapse so we can just walk out. Just walk out on faith and begin to live. Yeah, it's part of the grief work. When you do that grief work, it's going to happen and you're going to see things differently. I I never considered myself a controlling person, but I, at the same time, there are some things I like done specific ways. And so, so yeah. who's better to do it than myself? So my audience, my bold enough audience, and those of you that are coming into the fold, can you let go? Think about that. 
So as you are moving through this process, can you let go so that you can live life? Be bold enough to live life. So I want you to ponder on that. And I will see you again next week. But what I want for you is to be bold enough to live life. See you again next week. Take care.